students of Exeter, have you craved a nutritious, affordable meal that can be delivered right to your doorstep? Ever considered spending those dull Tuesday nights in snuggled up with your housemates having a curry? Well, now you can. Karana's Curries are a student business based in the heart of Exeter, producing handmade curries with recipes passed down through generations of Asian heritage. There are a number of flavours available to satisfy the spice-phobic among us, as well as the Billy Big Bollocks who fancy an attack of the senses, and all this for as little as £5. Go follow Karana's Curries on Instagram, and if you use the code THERAINCARD when placing an order, you get free delivery. So what are you waiting for? Pre-order for Tuesday night using code THERAINCARD to make every Tuesday night a little bit less dull. Back to the studio. Hello, and welcome back to the Raincard Podcast with me, Billy Whitton. I'm mean, Ollie Treasure. Treasure, how are you doing today? I'm really, really excited. It's been a long time since we filmed one of these, and we've got another great guest in today. These guests keep getting better and better. So it's really nice to sort of be back. Billy, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks. You know, we had the Ebra episode last week, sort of a different attack in terms of the cricketing world. We focused more on our extra cricket, yeah. which was a diff- different tact for our viewers, but I thought it came across really well. More more common cricket as well, the England-New Zealand stuff, which we'll touch on in a minute, but I thought it came across really well, and we obviously got Rob Harris coming up on Sunday. So yes. you can't really get further down than that, can you, in terms of guests? So No. <laughs> Or, or if you have me and Rob Harris talking on the pod, it's probably two of the worst cricketers in the club talking together. So yeah, hopefully we can move on from there. That's quite a popular opinion as well. It's not controversial at all. No, so yeah, I'll give you that. But who have we got today? Who have we got on today? So we are with Gloucester Seema, Luke Charlesworth. How are you, mate? Very well, thanks, lads. How are you doing? Yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. You know, yeah. we've we've given you a bit of stick on this podcast before. <laughs> And I have actually got two drinks for you to carry here. Oh, just, 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 just for later on. But yeah, we, we have given you a tough time before, but you know, yeah, we're, we're a big fan of your work and yeah, it's, all you know, it's, it's, all, it's all in the name of name of love. Yeah, well, th- thanks for having me on, lads. It's, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying the last few episodes, so... Good, good, what we like to hear. Good to get on. Yeah, so what are we going to be tackling today, Trej? So I, I think we're taught quite a lot about sort of cricketing takeaways... Uh, sort of things that have happened in the last week. So talk about the England-New Zealand test again. Then we're going to look at other close games that have been recently in test cricket, some of the best games England have been involved in and rank the top three. And then I think uh, then from there, we'll just talk about Luke Charlesworth, Gloucester teammates yeah, and see what he thinks of all of them. And then we're going to have our signature quiz at the end. Course. And you, you fancy yourself to you, Charlesworth, in the, in the quiz? Yeah, after, after listening to the last few, I reckon... I reckon I'm going to try and go double double digits. Wow. Oh. Double digits on, on the boards. That's big time. can get there. That is big. Let's just start off, Luke, by describing yourself as a cricketer, both on and off pitch. So what are the, what the listeners want to know about you? Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one um, to answer, I guess. But probably ambitious, the first one. Yeah. Um, I think you've probably got to be if, if you want to make it in, in the sporting world. So ambitious in, in you know my short career so far um hard working i'd like to say you know but then also t- t- doesn't take myself too seriously you know? yeah enjoying yeah. the fact that every time i step out into the pitch i'm, I'm playing with 10 10 mates ultimately you know yeah, yeah. you just you, you're there because you, you're having fun it's your hobby and and you know everyone's having a good good day out so yeah that's that's probably what i'd say Perfect, perfect. That's, that's exactly what we're here. I mean, yeah. I, I can't say I'm as ambitious as Charles were, but that's probably because we won't ever get there. <laughs> no, I'd say I, I had ambition until the age of 15, 16. And then I realised that I, it, I, no matter how hard I try, I'm just going to be pretty pants. I, yeah, yeah, I can back that having seen you yeah. play, to be fair. Yeah, as so. in, the only way I ever got a good game of cricket was a couple of games when the school team was sure, and I was a bit of a teacher's pet. I managed to get a couple of games of the ones, and that, that will be the, 
the peak of my career. But it's not a bad peak, though, is it? It's not a bad peak. Schoolboy ones, you play against some good cricketers. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd take that. I'd take that. I'd take that. I mean, unfortunately, I'm going to have to take it, I don't think. <laughs> anyway, Luke, um, we start all our questions, we start all our podcasts with one key question. What is on your ideal match day plate? <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, it's, it's the big question, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, I played a lot of club cricket in my sort of time, um, and obviously the last few years, COVID, bring your own tea sort of stuff. Yeah. Not the biggest fan. Um, you know, I like myself a a hot match tea, mm. a lasagna, a shepherd's pie, what have you. You know, a pasta bake. Uh, but you know, if I was to have a cold classic Saturday afternoon match tea, I'm looking at. A nice selection of wraps, you know, um, you know, good chicken wrap can't can't really go down badly. Uh, decent crisp selection. Yeah. What are you going for, crisp wise? Oh, you know, <laughs> I like my old Tyrrells. Um, yeah. Oh wow, different brand. Very popular. Yeah. Ready solid walkers. Yeah. Check the crime, but um, yeah, I like the fresh fruit. You know, your watermelon. Yeah. Uh, your chopped up pineapple. Um, you know, maybe if you if you like fruit bars here and there, just come out a variety there. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Colourful plate. Yeah, you try, you try hard. Yeah. Would, you you would you have a sample of the sweet stuff, the cakes and stuff like that? Yeah, I'll dabble. Um, yeah. The good thing about cricket is, and, and being a bowler, if you, if you bowl a few a few overs in the day and it's it's a hot day, you know you. You've earned, uh, yeah, you've earned yeah. yourself a few sweet treats as well. So. Especially when you're side of them batting. You know, it's, time, yeah. it's time to settle in and come back for thirds. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the bowlers are definitely at the front of the queue though as well, which is always lovely. <laughs> Where would be the best place that you've had match tea? You know, I'm sure you've sat on a few good grounds in your time. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I think it's hard to pin one down. Um, I've obviously, I've not played at Lords, uh, mm-hmm. and You've heard so many good stories about the Lords match tees. Yeah. John was saying last week, oh, yeah, yeah. two weeks yeah. ago. Um, I remember New Road Worcester was really good. Interesting. Um, rain delay as well, so you know, fill your boots. Mm. Um, Gloucestershire is, is really good as well. Very strong. Lots of like uh, tender meat selection, yeah, yeah. like beef, um, hams. Oh, it's great. That's big. Um, that's big. Yeah, it's I'm a big foodie as well. So exactly, yeah. that's perfect for us. And the final question: Do you know who Sam Roberts is? Uh, Sam Roberts. Yeah. No, no one knows who he is. No, I don't know. No, Sam don't. Roberts. <laughs> that's perfect. That's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> really? That's all we need. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Go on, so, moving on. Yeah. So moving on swiftly from that, we are. Um, I think we've all really enjoyed the test match uh, between England and New Zealand in the last week. Mm. What did you think of it, Luke? Oh, it was great. Um, you know, maybe not so good from a, an England <laughs> viewpoint in mm-hmm. the end, but um, yeah, I watched as much as I could, um, and oh, I love the way Test cricket's being played at the moment. Yeah, it's yeah. just great to watch. I know it's definitely doing big things for the future of the game. Um, hopefully, sort of bringing young, the younger generation into Test cricket as well, because mm. you know we all know the flashy white ball cricket that's slightly dominating. You know, potentially the future of the game, um, but. This week, this last week has shown us how exciting Test cricket can be. Credit where credit's due. You know, New Zealand fought incredibly hard to win that. And also England, the aggressive option, making them follow on where they could have just piled them on. The pitch also got a lot better to bat on and big call to to make New Zealand follow on. But I think this the the way that basketball's being played, you know, fair enough. Um, 
really enjoying the way it's, it's going yeah. and viewing. Well, as Stokes said, you know, they, they're going to win games. They're not going to draw games. So yeah. I think that's the approach they've got to take. I think I haven't seen many other test matches going on, but I do think England are the pioneers to sort of the new stuff. Yeah. I haven't seen many other teams doing this thing, but I just, I just think it was a spectacle to watch, wasn't it? Yeah. Like every, every day you'd be tuning in thinking mm-hmm. you have no idea what's going to happen, whether England are going to roll them, whether New Zealand are going to dig in, what sort of style they're going to play. And it just culminated in that one run, run, run loss, which was yeah. gutting, but I still really enjoyed the game. I'm, I'm not annoyed about it. It's just yeah. more disappointing. Yeah, definitely. I'd say. I also yeah. think that with that game in particular, you had all different forms of cricket being played. You had Harry Brook going out over 100, and then you had Kane Williamson playing one of the nicest test knocks I've seen for a very long time, scoring about 45. So you've got a mm. like, plethora of different options of test cricket, and it proved that all of it was fascinating to make such a mm. sort of nice spectacle at the end. So I think it proves that test cricket isn't dead, and that's what things people were saying 12 months ago. So it's really nice to see sort of it come back to life recently. Definitely, for sure. I mean, I mean, what is, what is next for this England side? You know, we've got we've got one test against Ireland coming up, and then we've got Australia in the Ashes. Like, how do you reckon we're going to fare? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I like to think that we're going to continue this style against the Aussies, and and nobody really knows how it's going to go because mm-hmm. you face, you know, Mitch Stark, Pat Cummins, you know, the big quicks, and and. Nathan Lyon, of course, they're just such a great bowling attack, and you think, how can we, how can we keep playing like this against such a formidable attack? But we'll definitely give it our best go, and I think we've got the, the batting lineup to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd hope that we'd go with the same style. I think yeah. Australia aren't playing the best brand of cricket at the moment, but don't get me wrong, they're playing in India, which no one ever wins in India. But I think this is one of our biggest chances for a while. We've had to regain the Ashes, especially on home soil. I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. Yeah. For it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's just in, it's just really interesting where it's going to go from here. That's the real thing. Whether um, Baz, Baz and Stokes are going to stick with their guns, or are they going to sort of maybe drop Crawley, bring someone new in? Yeah, there's, there's so many different options they can go from here. Now. What do you think about Crawley? Do you reckon his, his time is done, or is there an obvious replacement? I wouldn't say so. Um, yeah, I, I like I like Zach Crawley. I think um, especially paired up with Ben Duckett, um, I can see them doing really well. Um, you know, I think obviously give them another go. Like we're playing an exciting brand of cricket, and yeah, they're both buying into that, including Crawley. So yeah, one rumor I have heard, which I don't think will happen, is Ben Stokes was considering putting himself opening with Duckett and then moving Bearstow back into to six. Yeah, <laughs> it would be an interesting time, wouldn't it? I mean, that would be ba- that would be basketball full oh, on. Man. But yeah, yeah, would you back that, Trish? So I. Uh- Obviously, if you don't know me, I'm, I, I like to think my ideas are always right. Yeah, and so this is what I was going to go for. I, I think when Johnny Bairstow comes back, he's played international cricket. He's opened in the one-day stuff. So I'd quite like to see him open with Ben Duckett yeah. and then still keep Pope 3, Route 4, Brook 5, uh, Stoke 6. And then I, I really think you should have your best wicketkeeper still playing so folks goes in at 7. So the only swap yeah. you're making in that top 7... Will be uh, just your open, just crawling out, crawling out, best though in. Yeah, hmm. I mean it's, it's it's an interesting one. I, I wouldn't go for that personally, but because I still think you need in Test match you need a solid base. I don't think you need to be going at it from ball one. I think a solid open is what you need. I'm not really sure who the answer is though. That's the only problem. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure crawling the answer to a solid base. No, 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 no. I mean, are there any good openers coming up in the in the county game? I I still think Roy Roy Burns is pretty harshly treated. Yeah, it's, everyone just remembers him for that one that one shot at. Yeah, first of the Ashes, yeah. That was a tough watch after a batty bingo, I tell you that. That's really tough. 
Luke, is there anyone you've sort of played against or sort of uh, seen seen play before? I think, like, wow, they're an opening batsman. They're really, really hard to get out. Yeah, I think yeah, I might be biased here, but Chris Dent, who's had, you know, he's, he's got over 10,000 first-class runs. He's done it for years from a young age, left-hand opening bat, just you know what you're getting. And mm-hmm. it's a shame that he's not had that call-up um, throughout his career. Um because I think he's definitely deserved it. Yeah. But, you know, seeing who we've who we've gone through in, in the opening options, we haven't really had many, um, you know, many shoe-ins since Alistair Cook, you know, and, and Strauss, I guess. Mm. So um, maybe I'm biased, but I think Chris Dent was, has definitely been worthy of the go. I like Hamid. Um, yeah. I've not played Hamid, but I think he looks really solid, really exciting, young. Um I like Tom Lamanby. Um he, he looks really good as well. So I think, you know, the future's looking bright. Yeah, it's just who you go for first, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've had a few close games in the past, haven't we? I think we're going to go through and rank them now, aren't we, Trent? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going for the 21st century. So for the, all the all the old boys that listen to this podcast, this might just be our parents, but apart from that, so I'm not I'm not going to include Headingley 81. So I've got three of the best test matches that England have been involved in the 21st century. Or not test matches, cricket matches. And I'd like you to rank them from your favourite to uh, least favourite. And these are these all close games. All, all close games, okay, yeah. Right, yeah. So we've got the Cricket World Cup final, which is obviously one in the Super Over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Ashes Test in 2019 at Headingley. Obviously the Stokesy Heroics, and then uh, Edge Baston in 2005. So where would you? Wow. Where would you like to start? Which one would you like to talk about first, Luke? Um, let's let's go in chronological order, shall we? Yeah. So, oh five. Ashes. Um, obviously, I can't remember that. Born in two thousand three. I wish I was alive for that. Yes. You know, from all accounts, it's it was it was a great year. And you, you've seen the celebrations and oh yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. My, you know, really great. folklore. Yeah. Um, but I've watched repeats. Uh, yeah. And you know, some of the uni boys have got the DVD downstairs. Oh. The 05 Ashes. We, we've got it in our house, haven't we? Yeah. It's in our house. You know, we're still yet to finish we've that. Tucked in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> It's due. It is due. Yeah. Finish that DVD. Yeah. Um, but I think that was a pretty, um, a pretty significant day for English cricket this, but, this um, in this century. Um, what I'm thinking is like Harmison, the sprinkler, Graham Swan. Like, yeah. I, was that 05? Or was no, that the, the spr- Harmison was 05. The sprinkler was the last. I want to say the SEG and 2010-11. Yeah. But 05 was they got Kasprovich out. Yeah. On, the, on the last ball but uh, sort of caught behind but as he played the shot his his hand came off the bat yeah. so it hit his glove but his glove wasn't attached to the bat yeah. which um, so he shouldn't have been given out he should not have been given out oh wow which made the Aussies so bitter and I think that makes it all so good just to see all sort of moaning Aussies they're always bitter aren't they just yeah. Think, yeah they can't say that we're better no unfortunately we aren't at the moment but hopefully come the summer uh, see something we'll, new we'll see mate so, should we go on to talk about the Cricket World Cup final in 2019? Something we can remember better? Yeah, I mean, surely we all remember where we were on that day, no? Yes, yes. Where, where were you, Nicky? I had just come back from um, a club match. I think it was a Saturday. Um, was it a Saturday? It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. It was a day where so cricket was played, I, yeah. I was uh, playing cricket. I might have been age group cricket. And um, it was a really hot day. Um, and the, the Wimbledon final was on. Yeah, and the F1 as well. Still yeah, great. yeah. So, so I, Sunday. Yeah, we we had the family, massive sports fans, had all all the screens up. Oh, that's brilliant. Watching Wimbledon, which was a great final as well, if mm. I remember correctly. 
Um, but yeah, absolute limbs, really. <laughs> Big celebration, especially after that 2020 World Cup. Yeah. Sort of heartbreak in a few years before that. Well, it was, it was so close, wasn't it? I mean, we were pretty much out of it, I thought, with two overs to go. Yeah. And then sort of all that stuff happened with Stokes hitting the ball, hitting the ball for six, yeah. then off the bat when he was running in. Some set shouldn't have counted. I mean, you probably know the rules, Trej, but... Yeah. Or the fact that we we needed 15 or four from the last four deliveries and ended, ended up winning the game. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I think that ranks one of the best simply because of what it meant. Yes. In terms of... Headingly, which we're going to touch on. Yes, at the time it was brilliant, but overall we didn't win the series. Yeah, but... And we still lost in our own country. Whereas that, you know, we're World Cup winners. In any other sport, that'd be the best thing ever. Yeah. Cr- cricket, for some reason, we ran cash is a bit more important than World Cups, I think. Yeah, I think also w- within pure cricket, big cricket fans, they always value the Ashes and Red Bull stuff more. Yeah. But I think the whole country got much more engaged in the Cricket World Cup. I remember watching it with my mum and my sister and that like my mum having interest in cricket for the first time ever. Sort of sitting down, actually enjoying the last fifteen overs of that. So I think I'd, I think I'd, I'd liken it to when that when that last run out was completed, when Butler took the stumps. The celebrations I saw around the country were like a like a football game. Yes. In cricket, you don't really see that emotion about when you're watching your country, and that sort of summed up to me how big that moment was. Yeah. As we're going to get onto heading, I'm sure now it was exactly the same. That's why I think those moments are just brilliant. Yeah. What yeah, the game definitely. need, doesn't it? And then the one that I really want to talk about is. Heading lead 2019 at the Ashes. Oh yeah. This this for me this is the one. This is the greatest game of cricket I've ever watched. Um, Brilliant, wasn't it? You, I mean, you you talk us through it, Trent. I'm sure you remember it. Ball for ball. <laughs> ball for ball. So the, so the first day came out and we all got our GCC results uh, on on day one of that test. So I remember. Yeah, yeah. So I remember your 2003 as well. So yeah. you would have got the same GCCs as us. I just remember being really happy. And then Dad being like, oh, well done for your GCC result. Here's some beers, don't tell your mum. Watched the cricket, um, had a lo- sort of had a lovely day. Joffre Arch took six for on the first day, so it was looking really nice. And then uh, from the second day, we got Skittle for 60. And so it, was this, it was the same old England sort of thing. Then Australia batted, and then they declared, and we were chasing 3-5-9. And to, to chase 3-5-9 in the last innings in, in England is just unheard of especially yeah. when you need 77 for the last last wicket like it just it doesn't happen does it it, it, it doesn't happen it doesn't no. happen and no. then and then the rest is history isn't it you know yeah the rest is history stokes did what he was what he was like 90 something like that i don't remember yeah. he was three or 77 at one point yeah and and he turned it around to almost being at a strike rate of 100 yeah it was ridiculous I mean, Luke, what did you think about that game? Surely you had a blasting opinion on that. Yeah, yeah I think out of the three mentioned, that's definitely, you know, topping it for me. Big big Ashes fan, big Test cricket fan. Um, and, oh yeah, what a day, I think. Um, ben Stokes' heroics, especially after all that he'd been through. Just, yeah, yeah. It, it was great to see, um, you know, Jack Leach, what a hero! <laughs> yeah, you know you, uh, know you know you know the likes of you. No, it's just it's great. What was he one off one off thirty? No, one. I think he was one off seventeen or eighteen that day. And then the, and then the other day in the England New Zealand test, he was one off thirty one. Yeah. So he he is made for these sort of knocks. The same there was no here at the other end, but yeah. But no, that that Henley death test was unbelievable, wasn't it? Stokes is you you have the you have the commentary saved in your head, you know. Yeah. Western Terrace again, Stokes again, yeah. Stokes again. <laughs> and there, there, was, by heart. there was there was so many good sort of moments in that last hour I was just pacing up and down my living room me and my dad couldn't watch and then we were just walking up and down 
and you had the was it Travis Head who dropped a catch and Nathan Lyon dropped one to miss the run out. Um, Stokes of the was it Stokes or Leach that were done LBW? Stokes LBW. He still yeah. claims that he didn't hit his. Yeah, it hit his bump pad first, so it would have been going down. Yeah, it would. It was. It was. It would have been out on DRS. Yeah, it was out on DRS. So, would you? I, an interesting one as an umpire in that situation. If you were there and you knew that they uh, England had a review batting wise, yeah, Australia didn't have a review bowling wise. Would you give it out so that England could review it? I think you just got to go with what you think. You should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you've just I think you've gotta forget the fact that DRS is in play mm-hmm. and go with your you got as as an umpire. Um yeah, I don't think you can sort of factor in who's got reviews and, and who doesn't, I think. It's like with VAR the other day. I don't know if you saw it, but Spurs played Chelsea. Yeah, of course I was. And, and Chelsea fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And he and the referee gave a red card. So that they could then review it. Because he'd have given it again, they couldn't, they couldn't VAR it for a red card, which I thought was an interesting one. Because I, I, he definitely didn't see that, what happened. Because you look at it, and he, just, he, he, he slapped him like, like, like a little, little slap. Like, it wasn't anything big, was it? So I just think that was definitely influenced by the technology, which you can't really do. But anyway, so back to the cricket. As... Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. I went on a VAR. <laughs> and that was my fault. Um, so we got the three tests. Luke, you can be our deciding judge. What, what, what's the ranking for you? Um... Yeah, let's go. Let's go with the Headingley test at the top. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For me, um, love Test cricket. You got it's got to be there. Yeah. yeah. World Cup final is a close second as well. Yeah, um, I'd agree. Monumental day, you know, like you say for sport, but for for England, you know, non non cricketing fans just loving it and tuning in yeah i don't know the sort of broadcasting viewer numbers or anything but i'm sure it would have been ridiculous yeah it would have been very high yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, like 14 15 million yeah. Yeah. yeah like a football sort of mm. yeah, yeah okay. free to you on uh, channel four unlike yeah. any of the other cricket so it's yeah. nice to get everyone behind that yeah, yeah. and then edge Baston in yeah. 2005 and three are there any close games that you've been a part of maybe not to the the, the world cup final yeah. extent but yeah yeah um you know what one comes to one comes to mind um under 18s sort of age route back in the day, um, Gloucestershire versus Somerset. Um, it was a three-day game and some quite a good few players were playing. We had uh, Will Smead was playing for the opposite yeah, well. um, You know, there was, we, we had a few good lads um, as well and proper match-up went down to the wire, actually. So the first innings, um, I'm quite good mates with Will Smead and he, he got 200. Um <laughs> Oh, wow. Like, literally took the game by the scruff of the neck and we were trailing big time. Um, and then somehow we, we clawed our way back into it to a sort of final final session finish. And, and when you're, I must have been 16 or 17 at the time, and when you're that age, you haven't played much multi-day cricket. Mm. And to get a, a game that went down to the line where we nearly won, sort of after looking down the barrel of a, a massive sort of deficit, um, we, I think we, we declared and, and had maybe like a session and a half to bowl them out. Oh, wow. Okay. We got them like eight or nine, nine down, I think. Um, oh. And it was just like, oh my Lord, we can actually win this. Any polls for you that day? Um, yeah, I think I, I think I bowled, bowled my overs, bowled, bowled a few sets. I must have got two or three. Um, Not bad, they Contributed, are. but yeah, yeah the, the, it was like a proper team performance as well. Um, went down to the final over, like, Five men about around the bat, like you know. So draw great. Again, yeah, draw yeah. in the end. Yeah. Um, we didn't really come back. Yeah, but great. You know, <laughs> you know, really sort of, I guess, ignited a bit of a love for the long, longer format. For me. 
Was this um, this was before Will Speed retired from Red Bull Cricket, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was actually probably just maybe his breakout year, or yeah, yeah. if you'd call it that. He's always been a really good player since the, since his youth. Um, but yeah, just a great three days. You know, sort of <laughs> makes you realise how great this game is. I'm sure it's what, yeah. what you live for, isn't it? Yeah. Games. And some people look at it and say, "Oh, well, you play three days for a draw," mm. but you look at the stories in that; it's so much more than that. Isn't it? it's, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant. Yeah, experience, there's, isn't there's it? probably 10, 12, 15 mini games within that big game, and I'm very envious of you as no one really wants West End second team to, to play three day cricket. So I'll never be able to play. But we've got the three day coming up game against Sussex. The yeah. Easter Uni. Are you looking forward to that, Luke? Yeah. Um... You know, I'm I'm available to play for that uh, in in that game. So yeah, yeah hopefully if, if selected, I'll I'll be out there. And if, if weather allows a good game of three days, that'd be great. Yeah. Last year we the uni played against Gloucestershire, which is was exciting for me. I guess. Yeah. Um, was there ever a chance that you were going to play for Gloucester, or were you always going to be representing the uni? No, I think because was last year we had three lads on on the Gloucestershire staff. Yeah, did, we yeah. all played for the uni, and just I guess so. You know, everyone can play, and mm. you know, there's a chance I wouldn't have played for the Gloucestershire. Yeah, game. true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was great, um, and I'm really excited for the Sussex fixture. You guys, I'm sure, will be. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be the fans again. Like we'll we'll we're, pl- we're planning on whiting up for one of the days. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're going to try and get our get on there yeah. one cricket, and hopefully get a sub yeah. appearance. Get, get Jerusalem. Yeah. yeah. And... I mean, Conway Gilbert's here for an over on the pitch, <laughs> just, just to build it like fine leg and see if anyone notice. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell Baz. Don't tell Baz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we're going to now move on to your your Glosser teammates, sort of go through which ones will satisfy categories. We did this John Turner, who obviously plays at Hampshire, and you're Gloss. So we're just going to go through them and sort of talk briefly about each one, and reckon the candidates and who you'd eventually pick. So we're going to start with Teacher's Pet. Oh, wow. Um, I think uh, Will Nash. Yeah. Okay. He, he's, a, he's a youngster. He's my age. Um, second year on the staff. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a harsh it's a harsh sort of phrase to call sort of teachers teachers pet. Yeah. Um, no one is necessarily a teachers pet. It's, it's professional sport. You've got to be. You know, everyone's everyone's on the same level, and it's great. But they're more around the coach than the yeah. others. Yeah, I, I guess um, he 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 he's good at saying the right things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, uh, I think we're all we're all pretty close with our coaches anyway. So you couldn't really say like. Oh, this guy's a really yeah, yeah. like sucks up. No one sucks up to to anyone, any coaches. You know, and it definitely doesn't doesn't mean anything either way. So, <laughs> but yeah, he seems to be in, in the right area, in, yeah. in the right place at the right time. Yeah, he knows where to be. <laughs> yeah. he's he's constantly yeah. sniffing around that yeah. manager's office. Yeah, yeah. Going on he, he won't, he won't, you know, he won't uh, have any hard feelings for me saying that. <laughs> he makes it him so. Yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah. And second question is, who's the hard man in the team? The hard man, crikey. Um, um, I don't know. So to- Tom Lace probably likes to think. Yeah. Likes to think. I mean, yeah. he's he's a he's a bit of a wind up merchant as well. He's, he's, he's a very um, likable man. He's he's a legend, really. Do you like to make you nibble? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. It might be because he's young and and um, quite vocal on social media. He's quite active, I guess. Yeah. And, and yeah. So he'd be the sort of person, would he be giving, is he, is he, is he, would he be giving stare down to his bowling? Oh, no, he's, he's a batter. But if he was, um, would he be the what sort of good Probably, probably, probably not, you know, really, no. probably not. Um, is, there anyone, is there anyone that fits that category that sort of prop, like, loves a send-off? Oh, uh, send-off. Um, I haven't witnessed too many send-offs in, in the Gloucestershire camp, to be honest. Um, okay, fair. But, no, I wouldn't say, I think we're, as a whole, a pretty, um, you know, 
pretty respectful, likable bunch of guys, I'd like to say. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, you can also be playing within the spirit of the game and, and be competitive and, and give yeah, them yeah, yeah. and stuff. But uh, I don't think anyone's really sort of crossed the line, as it were, as in yeah, fair. maybe, you know, no one's like been fine for anything like that. So. <laughs> Have you got a farm system? That we don't. don't. No, we don't. We, don't. Um, we had... We went on to a pre-season tour into Dubai last year. We did finds on the last day for that, yeah. um, which was fun. Just uh, bringing in sort of club cricket culture. And yeah, nice. Definitely good for like team bonding in a pre-season camp. That's what you sure. Need. You need it, you need it, don't you? Yeah. The party animal. The party animal. Um, Someone must love it. Oh, let's think. Um, I don't know. Who, who, who's the party animal? Um... A bit of a unexpected, you know, uh, choice probably, but Josh Shaw. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's, you know, quite a quiet man, like sort of keeps himself to himself at, at times. But then he also, um, he's got his, he's not old, but he, he's definitely got that youth and that, that <laughs> fire. When he goes, really, he goes big. Yeah, I, I guess he's just, yeah, he's a sociable man and, and you know, he'll, he'll be keen to, to have a few celebratory beers. Absolutely and, fine, yeah. And, and stuff like that. Have you ever had big team nights out, you know, after games, like sort of after big wins? And yeah, yeah, I, definitely. Um, after last summer, you know, I, I didn't play, but um, after, you know, four-day wins or, or even losses or good performances, you know, there'll be definitely, the the lads will be quite keen for a, a few beers and I think it's really important. Yeah, Really yeah. important just to maybe... Let your head, let your hair down after a game, and and have your fun and and enjoy your your company. Um, mm. Celebrate the week's cricket, I guess. Yeah, sure, um, 100%. And yeah, you know, I think we've we've definitely had a few of those, and they're they're always great memories. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's what builds it together, doesn't it? Yeah, I think you sort of deserve it after four days of intense intense sport, sort of. At the, the highest level of sport, you you do need to let your hair down. There needs to be an expected release, doesn't there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And our next question for you: Who's the hothead? Is anyone who's really fiery? Um, so I'd say to that Ryan Higgins. He's just left. He's just um, been signed for Middlesex. Yeah, um, really big loss actually. Big loss. So just touching that, how does it sort of work when players move on? Do you have a chance to say goodbye, or is there? Um, so not really that opportunity just to sort of a group chat yeah. and then sort of thanks guys then mm. Ryan Higgins has left the chat is, yeah. that, is that it or is there a sort of meeting um, s- sadly I think there's no like you know mass- there's no real like send off moment because mm. um, it's a busy schedule and, and when you find out one of the lads is might be leaving or is, is leaving you normally find out from from them either telling you or, mm. or, or sort of getting passed around and then it, it was quite sad because he was he was definitely a role model to me. Yeah. Um, great all rounder. Mm. You know, I aspire to be a player like him. And um, yeah, just just on 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 sort of lads transferring, moving on. It it's definitely a it's pretty you know it's pretty sad, but it is the nature of the game. It's quite cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah. People come in, people come out, and and you know, the difference between when you when you get your internationals in, who you're only expected there for a couple of years, and then you, someone mm. like Higgins leave, is mm. that really? Feel like that he sort of left the big hole in the team because he was such a shoe in for for so long, such a big player mm. for us. Um, you obviously miss your internationals when they're not playing. You know, yeah. when, when Dave Payne um, isn't playing, you definitely notice that. Um, same with you know we we had Nassim Shah last year for a little bit and then yeah, he got injured and and you sort of notice the difference there. Um, but when there's lads playing every week and. You know, the, almost the first name on the team sheet. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
they do leave a big hole in in sort of in in the changing room, I guess. Yeah, I could I could compete to that. That's a shame. But anyway, why is it hot? Sorry, that was I asked a question. Yeah. Um, no, he's he's just a really fiery cricketer. He he yeah. lives and breeds it. He'll he'll analyse the game like no one else and gets into the fight. Is what I'd say. I compare him in bowling wise maybe to Conway Gilbert. Oh right, attacks that cricket. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah, yeah. He's just an aggressive cricketer with bat and ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, and loves taking a wicket. Loves getting runs. Yeah, yeah. Celebrates his wickets. You know, like, like his, his last. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and he's just he's just fiery. You know, he's he's just he loves it. He, he lives and breeds it. Is he the sort of man who would punch a locker after getting <laughs> out for a single digits? Is he that type of hothead? Um, no, I I wouldn't say. I, I think also part of this, you know, when someone gets out, you tend to just sort of go leave the room. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. don't always want to want to be around. So I've, I've not witnessed any of that. Yeah, but, fair. Um, I'm sure you know when you when you're so fired up in in, in the game and and you know you're facing your first ten balls and it doesn't go your way. Maybe you can see how players can mm. let out their their emotion in the changing room after. It's the most awkward bit when you're sort of when you're padding up. Yeah. And someone comes in, chucks a bat, starts swearing, you're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't hit me. Yeah, that's the last thing you need. <laughs> Especially to yeah. avoid it. Yeah. Uh the DJ. Who's, right. who's on the tunes? Um you won't expect this. Paul Van Meekren. Um <laughs> yeah. that is that is niche. Yeah. That's really niche. As soon as, soon as he joined the squad last year, um first thing he did, brought his uh, speaker into the change room, right lads getting tunes on that's the answer from him yeah. Dutch tunes like, everyone was like what's this mix like, yeah. he's like oh do you not like it but yeah he loves it um, brings the energy to the to the, to the squad as well and you sort of try and blend the playlist sort of thing or is he, is he very much focused on his own music do you um, like it or not no I've seen uh, yeah I don't, I don't know if he'll take many any, any song requests <laughs> um, but yeah I, I'm definitely not going to be the one to yeah, <laughs> criticise yeah, yeah. a playlist or put my own on because yeah, I'll just, I just I think I'd get uh, ripped into oh, really? probably. Yeah. Would you Would you never go near the music at all? Uh, you know what? I'm pretty. I'm a big aux chord avoider. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want that sort of responsibility. If it's got to be a fight on aux avoidance. Yeah, if If the lads don't If the lads don't want to, you know, your tunes, you, they let you know about it. So. Yeah. That, that's what's got to be yeah, a bit of culture. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. yeah. <coughs> well, that's interesting you said that because I thought not normally he only came was it last time or the time before he came um, oh, I think it might have been last winter I might be wrong yeah but also, so whenever he comes in does it, it's interesting that he comes straight on the tunes and mm. sort of the Chris Dents and the James Brace and people <laughs> have been around Gloss for much longer I'm surprised they don't sort of pull rank yeah um, no I, I haven't really witnessed much pulling rank to be honest it's, it's good really interesting because in, in club cricket you get that all the time and then, as in us <laughs> Juniors are never really going to get the say in music or. But you know, in university, we would though. Yeah, in university. And sort of, if, if, a, if a fresher turned around and started putting on his indie tunes, I'd, you'd turn around and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So at least ask. I don't mind this music, but at least ask. <laughs> yeah. All I need is a FIFA, FIFA Baggers playlist and that's setting yeah. me up. Set me yeah. up for a game. Interesting. So the next question who's who's the team mum? Who's the one who put their arm around you and sort of. Yeah, um, I think. With that one, Ollie Price. Um, I've known Ollie since. He, he played against you the uni game, didn't he? Uh, he played in that game. Yeah, he played in that game. He's, he played. He did really well last summer. Played mm. loads of loads of cricket um, in the first team and and did really well. Um, and he's just a very kind, very kind man. Mm. Um, you know, a real teammate and puts his art. He's, he's just definitely a shoulder to the sort of 
rest your head on if you need it. Um, looks after everyone almost before his own before yeah, his, yeah. himself. Um, so yeah, I think it's important you have players like that, and also you're in quite the unique position as your brother Ben also plays at Gloucester. Mm. He is sort of someone who will put your arm around <laughs> you and do a bit of brotherly rivalry yeah. there. Well. Funnily enough, at first, I think we tried to keep out of each other's hair a little bit because I think yeah. he's been in the squad for, what, I don't know, four or five years now. So he's, he's used to not having me around. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, his, his annoying little brother's coming along. <laughs> you know, I probably just tried to let him yeah, crack him on and yeah, just, yeah. almost just not really um, getting his hair too much and then sort of slowly um, integrate into the team and, you know, realise we've we've got the same mates and the same team yeah um, I'd have had you down as a team mum for, for the <laughs> maybe, maybe I am maybe or an ex yeah. yeah a very caring man <laughs> thank I can't you. lie thanks uh, and the final final category is your player's player yeah who, who is the man that everyone's been like yeah he's the, he's the, he's the go to yeah um, so obviously we've got end of season awards and stuff um, but I think a standout Zafa Goa okay yeah. um, we've fortunately got him again this summer um, oh. and he's just an incredible critic incredible cricketer uh, with bat and ball um, everyone loves him um, he'll he'll win you games um, he'll try his hardest for you and yeah such a talent I think all the lads really you know really acknowledged his his, his sort of contributions last summer especially so yeah probably he, he'd be the player's player a solid pick yeah a solid pick yeah, well, thank you for going over your team, mate, because that sort of gave us a real insight into the into the squad there. Yeah. And we're now going to move on to the illustrious quiz. Okay. I know you've been, the heart is now pounding a little bit more, I can see. Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah. Now, it's now time to move over to Tredge. Before we start on this quiz, uh, we I, we just made a bit of darts downstairs, yeah. and I said, oh, Luke, do you, you match with badges? Like, oh, yeah, I, I classify myself as a badger, so it's got quite a higher, high level of stuff. Uh, to... We keep stitching people up on here, don't we? Yeah. Last <laughs> week, tenth of the week after. Right, people yeah. need to know. People need to know. People they? need to know that these boys love cricket. So high expectations. Question number one. I got a pair. I got a pair on my test debut. Oh goodness me! How does it work? So you can ask for a clue, but you get less points. Uh, okay. So you can you can have a guess now, and then I'll give you another clue. Yeah. And then so you get three points to get it from the first clue, two points to get it from the second clue. And one point from the third. But you, the third you, can, you can get after everyone. You can yeah, get yeah, points. Yeah, you can get got you. Points. Got you. Um, uh, wow. This is... Oh, goodness. Just and, anyone come to mind? No. I, oh, this is one of those that you definitely have heard it before. Um, are these related to Luke this week? Or are these just... Uh, these are just completely random. Okay, cool. And a pair on test debut. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. Um... Adam Lythe? It is not Adam Lythe. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Uh, second question. I got. The, I took the second most wickets for England in the 2010-11 Ashes series. A bowling average of 23. The second. The second most wickets. Yes. Not for England or Australia, but I don't. Just, know. For, just for England in that Ashes series. 2010-11. Um. Oh, I can't let myself down there. <laughs> yeah. Anyone bring to mind? Yeah, I think I'm just thinking of the bowlers at that point. So Swan, um, Anderson, Broad, um, like was Tremlett maybe? Um, Right. I'm going to say like, I'm going to say Chris Tremlett. It is Chris Tremlett. Yeah, Yeah, nice job. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
I, I got, I've got hard on to you this week, and so that was, that was good. Yeah. Last thing I was going to say, now he's a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. Is he? Seen him now. Yeah. Seen it, yeah. He lives in Serbia. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling him now. The time down, he is absolutely huge. He is enormous. Yeah. Yeah, there, there we go. Jesus. Um, yeah, look at that. Done pretty well there, Chris. <laughs> sort of reminiscent of me, if I say so myself. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. I, I, would, I wouldn't agree with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's very good. Well done. So that's two points for you there. Two well earned points, I'd say. That's a good start. That's a really good start. Uh, Christian number two. Clue number one. I made my test debut in the same game as Dale Stane's debut. Right. I'm thinking era here. Cause he's, he was around for a long time. He had a long career. He's probably like, I'm going to say retired in like 2018 maybe and I reckon he had at least a 15 year career. So oh, I'm thinking Graham Smith. I'm thinking... Uh, A.B. de Villiers, Faf Duplessis, probably not quite Werner Philander sort of era. Mornay Morkel maybe, or there's a few options here. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Okay. All right, let's go. Throw, throw an let's go Graham Smith. It is not Graham Smith. Uh, clue number two, I've recently voted ESPN's Cricket Info's greatest IPL batsman of all time. This is the same player. The same player. IPL greatest cricketer. A.B. de Villiers. It is A.B. de Villiers, yeah. yeah. Got lucky not to get three there because you you know you, you, you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, the thing is with that is Hashi Mamla also made his test in that debut in the same series. Yeah. It was all against England, so within two tests there, Dale Stain, De Villiers, and Hashi Mamla, two of the best pitchers of all time, all yeah. debuting at the same time. Wow, what side? What what side? Oh, quick, cricketer number three. This is a good one actually. Uh, clue number one. I scored five hundred and forty six not out in a school game, under fifteen's game. Pretty sure. Oh, that's <laughs> That's the best one I've seen for a long time. So that's, yeah. that's three points for you. There's a proper there's a proper documentary about that knock as well. Yeah, it is unbelievable. That's big. You're on seven already. You're, You're on seven already. This, this is record-breaking territory, Charles. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Hold on to your seats, Jens. Yeah. We're going to be all right. Question number one. Or four. Question number four. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Clue number one. Question number four. Yeah. Apologies. So I really want to build a suspense now. <laughs> it's getting exciting. Oh, we just ruined it. Yeah. Oh, well. I had to wait until just before my 30th birthday to make my test debut, which was against South Africa in July 2017. I see, I know like Adam Voges started really late. It might have been after 30 though. 2017? Yeah. Yes. July 2017. 29. How old is he now? He's now like 35, 36. Okay. Uh, uh... I'm just going to go Adam Voges. It is, it is not Adam Voges. Yeah. Good logic there. I like that. I like the thinking. According to the ITC Reliance Rankings, I'm the best T20 batsman of all time. Yeah. Uh, Rassi van der Deesen. It's not Rassi van der Deesen. Oh, no. And uh, clue number three. Against South Africa. Oh, um, no. uh, clue number three. I've just scored my fourth ODI ton as of today. Okay. So I think he's Indian. As of today. As of today. Oh, he scored his four. He scored his four. Oh, no, done today. So that would be England v Bangladesh. Um, so it's Dav Malat. Yeah, Dav I'd step in there because that was going to yeah. go really horribly wrong. Yeah. So you've got eight. So if you get, you get, a, you get one point here, you're joint top. And if you get two, yeah. you, you get the double digits you desired. Yeah. Is, is this the last question? This is the last question. Ooh. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, clue number one I played professional football for Scunthorpe making my debut in March 1980 
He's celebrated. He's celebrated. Come on, I'm seeking Keith Barkley because I know he played professional football, but 1980s is it's true. remarkable. Yeah. So ages ago. Okay, so uh, yeah, footballers that played cricket. There's a few of them. Oh no, I need to. I need to beat John here. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've still got two. If you get up on the second clue, you can still. Yeah. Footballers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. I know, like Elise Perry played played professional football. She she's obviously a bit younger than this person. Um, uh, there's definitely a few out there. The bedside clock is ticking. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say Keith Bark. I know it's not him. Just get another right. clue. Just get another clue. Okay. Uh, question number two: How was England's leader wicket taker before Jimmy Anderson? All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, come on, Luke. Um, before Jimmy Anderson, nineteen eighty debut for Scunthorpe. So, uh, all right. Anyone that comes to mind? I've literally a mind blank here. What um, the pressure does to you? The thought, like the bowlers for England that have got loads of wickets. There, um, you would know this match. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely. Um, who's got hundreds of Test wickets? Um, 383 to be precise. It's like, it's not like Hoggard, it's not um, Harmison, it's not, um, it's not Broad, it's not. If I give you the last clue, you might kick yourself. I know, I, I know I will, I know I will. Um, okay. We're going to we're gonna add some time on it. We're, we're going to add, we're going to give you until 46 minutes, yeah, 20 yeah. seconds to think about. <laughs> right. Sure, okay. Um... Right, let's go through this list. See, the lads listening in the uni club are going to absolutely rip into me. I mean, there'll be some disappointed people yeah. now. Yeah, I feel like oh, I feel, I feel I'm disappointed. For a man who loves cricket yeah. quite a lot. Well, I'm conceding. You're conceding. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Next clue. Uh, clue number three. I have 14 test tons and 27 test vipers. Is he in both of them? Is he in both of them? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you've still got nine, but oh, still got the nine. potential was so there. Did you not think all rounder at all? I did. Ian Botham did cross my mind. I didn't realise he took that many wickets. Yeah. He also, for his first five or six years at Test cricket, he had a bowling average of 21 and a batting average of 40. That's incredible. Not good, Harry Brick, though. Not good, Harry Brick. Bowling average of seven and batting average of 89 at one point. <laughs> that, made, that made Jack Callis look pretty village. Yeah. But yeah, that is that is that's is done, you know. A, a somber way to end the podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. But we you know, we'll bounce back well, stronger. We've got a new sort of champion of the I think yeah. champion. Yeah, I think we need to sort of we need to determine a way to you know difference you and John. So like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like yours were harder and you got the harder ones. Yeah. You got pretty sure off, off one play, which is that was a yeah. that was a big three points. Pretty neat. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, Luke, thank you very much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, us. Yeah, we've re- I've really enjoyed this episode. No, it's been a pleasure. You know? Always a pleasure, never at all with you, Luke. Discussed all, all aspects of cricket. Yeah. You know? Where do we go from here? I'm not sure there's a, there's a way to go up. No. <laughs> so let, let's hope we can find one to at least plateau at this level. Yeah, we have Rob Harris on Sunday, so <laughs> yeah. we're going we're gonna to very much downgrade. If we get yeah. 10 viewers, I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and that four of them will be like me watching them. Just yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming on, Tredge. Thank you as always. No worries. Look after those drinks for me. I want to see him back in a couple of weeks. Play your rain cards right and goodbye.